You're listening to Extra Textual. On this episode, we bring you our series of conversations with filmmakers that we're excited about and that inspire us. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening out there. We're coming to you from Madison, Wisconsin. This is Eli Steenlich. Today with me, uh, we're doing an interview with uh, filmmakers Rebecca Weaver and Chris Irwin. Uh, Rebecca is a producer, writer, director, actor, editor. Did I miss anything there? <laughs> no. That, well, <laughs> <laughs> extra wrangler. I don't know. There's yeah. A lot of- <laughs> Everything in between. Yeah. And uh, and Chris, from what I understand, um, you also do producing, sound, camera, probably everything else in between as well. I'm guessing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Quite a bit. A composer too. Composer, right? Sorry. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Music so. was really good in uh, in June falling down. Um, so yeah. sp- speaking of uh, your um, feature film debut, June falling down has been making the festival rounds uh, last year and is continuing into this year. Um, so, uh, and from what I hear, pretty strong response, been winning some awards, getting some recognition. Um, so first of all, I kind of want to just ask, you know, how has your festival experience gone so far? Uh, it's been It's been great. We did, we went to eight festivals last year in 2016. And... Um, we won we won best feature at three of them, which was pretty awesome. Yeah, nice. Yeah, which is really exciting. I mean our movie's really tiny, so that's <laughs> it's always amazing. And we <laughs> but, were first runner up somewhere, weren't we? At, yeah, uh, Twin at, uh, Cities. Twin Cities. Great. Yeah, yeah, we've had a a great response from people, you know, around the country and it's it's really been it's really been wonderful. I mean, we're a very, very small indie movie, so mm-hmm. like this many festivals for us is just is thrilling and yeah we want to keep going through this spring and maybe summer and eventually we'll get it online but yeah we're just keeping going with the festivals right now it's pretty awesome great great uh so from what i understand um the world premiere was uh here in madison wisconsin where i'm recording from at the wisconsin film festival um so how was that? Uh, you're from Wisconsin originally, right, Rebecca? Yeah, yeah. I was uh, I, I was born in Michigan and Grand Rapids, but I, I've lived in Wisconsin since I was like two years old. Okay. Uh, lived in Madison for like two years, and then mostly in Nina. Um, but uh, a lot of my time lately has been in Door County, and I grew up spending summers in Door County, and that's that's where we filmed June Falling Down, and that's where most of our cast is is living most of them are locals Mm -hmm. there or have some connection um so yeah i mean having a our world premiere at the wisconsin film festival was perfect it was it was amazing it was a a wonderful experience we we actually when they uh when they put out the tickets for for our screening Mm -hmm. uh they sold out that day for our screening oh wow to add right. a second one. I don't really know how that happened. <laughs> Part of it is is they gave us an amazing screening time. <laughs> so maybe that just told people like, hey, this is a cool movie to check out. But um yeah, it was it was an amazing 
experience at those conferences. Yeah, they they were great, and it was so it's so nice to kind of start our festival run there because it's kind of like a, you know a hometown audience, so to speak, <laughs> ish. And, ish, and uh, just a lot of support, and we were able to get most of the cast there for that. So so that was that was a fun way to to get started. Yeah, yeah, yeah great. Uh, yeah, so I know one question kind of going around for kind of indie filmmakers right now with the transition to so much happening online, what has been your experience with like interacting with your audience at festivals? Have you found that that's um, been really rewarding for you um, seeing people in person compared to kind of online audiences? That is a really nice thing seeing people on in person. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. It's, um, yeah, it, it's funny. It, especially, especially with post-production, making a movie, it's very, very quiet. Um, <laughs> you know, you shoot with a bunch of people. We had a huge cast. Mm-hmm. It was a really big, like, community kind of experience in Door County. And then editing the movie was very isolating. Yeah, <laughs> right. I edited it, and we it was a long post-production <laughs> process because we're, you know, we're newbies and figuring it out. Mm-hmm. Um, and then suddenly to have it be public and to, to talk to people in person and get responses, you know, right after them seeing the movie was, it, it's a really good feeling. And it's, it's nice to see people relate to it. Um, that's, that's been a really cool thing. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. I mean, I, I, uh, totally identify like filmmaking is such a weird creative process that you're kind (laughs) of with that large group of people and then suddenly down to, you know, one or two and, um, and then wanting to share it with a lot of people. So, uh, so I'm glad festivals provide that, uh, kind of stepping back a little bit, uh, to hear a little bit about your histories and what brought you into filmmaking. And I did want to mention, um, one of the reasons I really wanted to talk to both of you um, after hearing about your film here in Wisconsin last year was that it's mainly kind of the two of you kind of getting things up and running and uh, doing a lot of the writing and pre-production and even production. So how did you two kind of get into filmmaking? (laughs) It feels like a very complicated story and I don't know. I know it's, it's, been a long winding road for me um you know I was always interested in performing growing up um but I'm also a very introverted person okay (laughs) so film is a great outlet for that kind of person Mm -hmm. I think um you know I I did like ballet I did a lot of theater um and I kept and I loved film I you know my parents loved movies we watched a lot of movies growing up and it was something I, I kind of kept getting pulled back into, and then going away and thinking I wanted to do theater, do acting. I get drawn to Shakespeare. I, I basically have way too many interests, is what yeah. I tell you. And film has become an amazing way for me to bring them all together with, with music, with writing, with acting, um, with <laughs> bossing people around and telling them. <laughs> of course, of course. It's, uh, <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, I don't know that that's that's my background, kind of getting into this. I I kind of roped Chris into this because I knew I wanted to make 
a feature film at my family's cottage um, where we did end up shooting June. And mm -hmm. I had this story, um, which we'll talk about later, I'm sure, um, from my own experience. And I wanted to make a movie. And Chris and I just decided to start making some short films to warm up into it. Mm -hmm. And you have a very different background. Yeah, well, I, I did theater for many, many years. And uh, I'm not from Wisconsin, you can probably tell. I'm <laughs> sure. But uh, theater brought me to Wisconsin, first Milwaukee, and then I, I worked in Door County. Okay. <clears throat> There's some theater companies up there. So um, that's kind of my connection. But I think when we started seeing the DSLR, you know, revolution with films right. like the, the Lena Dunham film, uh, Tiny Furniture. And yeah. It's what these people were able to do with these, you know, relatively cheap cameras. I was, uh, I just started getting excited about it and I thought, you know, we should rent one of those cameras and just see <laughs> what we can do. So we, we got a Canon 7D and we started playing around with it and did a, a couple of short films. And, and yeah. so basically the, um, you know, the philosophy, I mean, and with those films, we only had ourselves. Actually, I think we had a, a bigger crew for our second short than we did <laughs> feature. Really? Yeah. Wow. But, uh, yeah, because we had a couple of guys running sound. Uh, but anyway, you know, we, we kind of came came uh, out of doing the shorts with a real do-it-yourself kind of attitude. Yeah. Um, and that, you know, that, that helps... Um, that had some helpful benefits for us in the feature at times, but a lot of times it was just overwhelming, you know, trying mm -hmm. to, you know, remember to do everything. And, and, uh, we suffered for that a little bit <laughs> at times, but, but we were able to get, get it done. So, um, so yeah, it was, uh, it's been really fun. Very cool. Yeah. I kind of came to the same realization when I went to film school and, but we were shooting on like, you know, mini DV and it just never felt like it had that, you know, real film quality to it until DSLR came around. Um, so I know what you're talking about. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, so beyond like working with the feature, you said you had a little bigger crew for your second, um, short. Was it a pretty conscious decision to keep things small? Is that something you want to uh, continue to do or is it just practical at the time? Well, I think for the feature, it was, uh, it was really practical, you know. We we did we couldn't really afford to hire anyone to come mm -hmm. in. We were thinking about maybe trying to get some interns or something or college sure. students, but Door County in the summer is very expensive to uh, to house people. Uh, yeah, uh, you know, and and we just uh, we had a place for us to stay and mm -hmm. and shoot, which was our the main house, the main mm -hmm. house where we shot, and. Um, so, I mean, occasionally we did have uh, community people come and help, and might be a boom mic holder, or uh, I had a we have a friend up there who who does have sound experience, so he would okay. run the recorders sometimes. But uh, you know, um, besides that, I mean, a lot of it we just did did the two of us, so it varied. Yeah, we're <laughs> we're a very very small operation. I think a lot of it was necessity, just. We we knew that we were going to make this movie and we were going to get as much help as we could, but we mm. were going to either way. Just get basically. it done, yeah. Yeah, just yeah. get it done. And, <clears throat> you know, part of that is my mom, that, that cottage in the in the movie that you see, um, 
it's it's not there anymore. It's been torn down. Oh wow! And, yeah, beautiful. yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, I know. <laughs> it's like a heartbreak. Yeah. Breaking, but it, it's a very old place and kind of falling down, and you can't really see that in the movie. <laughs> it's good. Well, you can a little bit, but it's um. Yeah, my mom told me that she was going to tear it down, and I. Uh, I wanted her to wait a few more years, and she was like, "No, I gotta move on with my it. life. I gotta, you know, <laughs> I gotta have a, you know, a house that where I don't have to duct tape the door handle." Um, <laughs> so it kind of made us, you know, I I had written the script for this place, and it was where I had dreamed of making this movie, and it was mm-hmm. such an important place to to me and my family. So it was like, well, let's just make the movie yeah. before yeah. we're ready. We kind of had to do it. Yeah. Because of the time crunch. Yeah. I I found, uh, you know, like some of those arbitrary sort of deadlines, like Mm -hmm. really get you in gear sometimes and get, you know, these dreams, things done. So that's great. Um, Forever, forever otherwise. (laughs) Yeah. So now the the cottage is immortalized on film, right? That's right. Do you remember it? Yeah. Um, Could the, Two of you kind of talk about um, your process for ideas and um, writing your films. I think it's always interesting um, for other filmmakers to hear people's processes and how they work, even though they're never the same necessarily, but um, just how you came about it. Yeah. I think um, it's funny because I have a hard time thinking of, like, <laughs> where did my ideas come from? I don't <laughs> – I mean – Okay, Doom Falling Down, the idea is very obvious where that comes from. If you know me and my background, which is in the movie, which is about a young woman who has has lost her father to cancer. Um, that's, that's from my own experience. I lost my dad to cancer in 2009. So okay. that, that's kind of a case where it's like that was just a story I had to tell. Mm-hmm. Um, Sorry, my neighbors are yelling right now. <laughs> it's okay. I couldn't hear it. So. <laughs> I'm like, there's something going They're on. They're excited. <laughs> this is a anyway, very exciting podcast. I understand. I know. Yeah, yeah right? Yeah, yeah, right yeah. <laughs> They're screaming at us. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, yeah. Okay. So um, the case of writing June, mm-hmm. you know, that's that's based on my own experience of losing my my own father to cancer like June does. Um and that that really prompted me to write the movie. Um, that just that just kind of came out of me. I feel like I kind of didn't have a choice. Mm. Uh, everything I was writing, like short stories in college, everything seemed to be about cancer for yeah. a while there. Um, and it's just it, it just filtered its way into the kind of movie that I love, which is as you've seen, it's kind of Linklater-ish, kind of. Uh-huh. <laughs> It's very like homemade. Very, um, it's also very Wisconsin. Um, yeah. There's a lot of uh, sweetness to it, and also kind of. I feel like mumblecore is not like a cool thing to say, but it's kind <laughs> of a little bit of that style yeah. where. Sure, I understand. Yeah. You know, a, a big focus on smaller, more human moments, and I think that as a writer, that's kind of what I'm obsessed with: is the little tiny moments that happen between people. Um, and everything that they can contain. So hmm. that that seems to be something that I'm constantly working on. Like I'm working on a script right now, and 
it's just compiling tons and tons of tiny little details about the characters, just all the little things that I think belong inside of their world and what I think is funny and what I think is tragic and um, how all those things live right next to each other. And that's really how June ended up getting written was just filling notebooks and long word, word documents full of mm. little ideas about these people as I, as I constructed their world. Yeah, so it sounds like it's kind of a um, writing's a little bit of a cathartic experience for you, at least with June falling down, um, and just kind of working those things. Do you with the next script you're working on? Is that do you feel like a lot of the things you're adding into it are biographical or in some nature, or like people you know experiences, or are you kind of going a little more fictional? I have some characters that are quite a bit older than me. Um, which is exciting. Um, you know, June, mm-hmm. I wrote a character that was, who was, I, you know, I wrote, I wrote the role for myself. I knew I wanted to play it. Um, sure. different character than I am. I think I'm a lot nicer than that character. <laughs> um, but it's more fun to make someone kind of mean and wear their <laughs> on their sleeve, you know, more and be more rebellious. Um, but yeah, with this next film, it's, there's definitely some stretching going on for me and um the the details are are kind of helping me to anchor me in people who are who are different from me um and have different experiences um yeah it it is interesting to write write for someone i don't want to say too much but write for some characters that are a bit older than me just to to try to get that point of view right is is interesting i i really like it um yeah. yeah do you um just practically do you use uh kind of like note card methods you you mentioned yeah. notebooks when you're actually writing do you do outline any of that yeah i have a bulletin board right now full of note cards <laughs> and it, it i was just shuffling it around the other day mm-hmm. and freaking out and like reading it to Chris and I don't think he was as excited as I was but <laughs> my brain so it's all like perfect in my brain right now right, right. <laughs> that's how it always is yeah yeah exactly it's perfect and but like yeah like for each the way I'm trying to organize it because June was a pretty easy pretty easy character to follow around um it, it's mm-hmm. really just coming from her point of view so june's and basically june is in every scene of the movie so that's a much easier film to, to structure this next movie i have i have two main characters you could possibly say three mm-hmm. um it's a much bigger ensemble movie mm-hmm. so keeping those characters straight is kind of tricky and i've got you know, I've got different colors. Like, I've got one character's blue, one's green, one's yellow, one's orange. Yeah. And they move around so I can see when their plot lines happen. That's um, cool. Yeah. That's really helpful. Yeah. Yeah, I think um, that can really come through in the film. And I I think June falling down, you can tell that things kind of wrap up together and and um, definitely had a, a guiding principle there with the characters. Um, you mentioned, um, Linkletter, uh, and with you too, Chris, uh, what, what kind of other influences would you say? Not necessarily exactly like went into June falling down, but in general, do you guys, uh, 
think about maybe when you when you go into wanting to make a film or what 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 gets yeah, you well, excited that you guys watch um well i think um definitely like i mentioned the lena dunham thing you know mm-hmm. being inspired that we could do it we're we're huge uh, duplass brothers fans yeah we really like their stuff um and uh kind of their attitude towards it you know we've mm-hmm. we've done research and seen all their films and everything and just kind of the way they've approached the work so um that's they've definitely been an inspiration um and then um of course Linklater, uh, i've been a fan of his for a long long time yeah. um and it and it kind of it lends itself to the type of films that we want to do that are more i guess talking movies mm-hmm. yeah like human of, human relationship yeah, yeah relationship movies yeah yeah so the light there's like a lightness to them and a lightness to the touch of them also mm. i feel yeah. like in just in the in just how natural the characters are the, the characters mm. the actors and just yeah, I mean, I kind of talked about it before with writing. I'm I'm kind of obsessed with this idea of like tragic and you know funny <laughs> right next to each other. And right, the Duplass brothers have that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Kind of speaking of that, I was going to mention. Um, I really enjoyed the scene um, in June falling down towards the end at the wedding, um, where the family. Uh, June's family is sitting at the reception uh, and they're talking about their father and it really struck me this kind of culmination of emotion that kind of like snuck up on me in that moment Um, it was just kind of this subtle combination of feelings that really built to that kind of interaction at that moment so I I also appreciate that complicated you know emotions are complicated especially when you're going through kind of difficult changes and you had this kind of like happiness and solemnness happening with the wedding and kind of what they're going through um so i I mean it really went for that transformational moment i think in their lives that can come across sometimes as really forced but um in june falling down just kind of like like i said snuck up on me and was like perfect and uh and really um struck home um did you kind of always know like what you i guess when you first kind of thought of this idea and working through it did you kind of know both of those kind of themes of like uh the best friend getting married and kind of losing that friend in the way that you know them and uh and losing um the father as well did you kind of always know that those two would be in balance or yeah, that that came from uh, actually a, a real life experience that I had with one of my best friends in college. He got married. Um, a, a, I think it was a year after my dad died. Okay. Um, and it was, I had dropped out of school, so I hadn't seen him for a while. But still, it was like, oh my gosh, our our relationship's gonna change, and you're, mm-hmm. you know, I can't go like sit on your dorm bed and hang out with you anymore <laughs> like yeah they're gonna change you're gonna be like <laughs> getting married and he wanted to have kids soon and i was like wow i'm 22 that is not where i'm <laughs> not at what you're thinking about yeah yeah so it was it was kind of like oh my gosh i i feel like i'm losing my friends kind <laughs> of 
you know, it's like, and then I, I was not, you know, we were not like in love with each other possibly in the way that June and her best friend Harley are. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, it's in movies and in, you know, in stories you can exaggerate things and pull out the, um, pull out the drama. And, um, that's definitely what I did with June. It, it was actually, it's actually a short story I wrote in college first um was, i think it was just the party scene and I, okay. I don't remember what happened i actually found that story recently i should read it but I, i'm embarrassed to read it I think <laughs> but um but yeah i i i like those two themes working together and it's kind of like what's happening i mean they're both happening in the present the experience of grief but it's sure. kind of like they're both pulling at her at the same time. Hmm. The external experience of quote unquote losing your best friend mm-hmm. and then the internal experience of really letting go and realizing, you know, really realizing what, what you've lost. And I set the movie a year after the father's death because I really felt like for me, and I've talked to a lot of people about this, like a year a year after a death is kind of when things really sink in. So yeah, I was like, sure. that's the wedding's going to be <laughs> at that breaking point. Just pile it on. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's right. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Kind of, kind of circling back around when you were talking about uh, the films you appreciate and the types of, you know, uh, talking kind of films and things like that, uh, that struck me as well. And it's something I've been interested in. Um, when I started working with actors and stuff, I, you know, I can always kind of tell mannered performances or, you know, um, people trying too hard. So I, I really want to go for kind of natural dialogue. And like you said, I think you can see that in, uh, the kind of so-called mumblecore films, Um, and I, and I tried things like using non-actors, um, or casting, you know, based on more of who that character is like that person. Um, I was curious, like, did you write the dialogue all the way it was for June falling down or was there any improvisation that happened? Um, I would say it definitely sticks primarily to the script Okay. uh, in terms of what happens. Mm -hmm. Um, but we definitely told our actors, you know, if if a line is weird to you, like let's mm-hmm. let's work on it in a way that you would actually say. Sure. Um, so that was really important to us. And there are definitely some improvised moments, like um, there's two guys chatting at the uh, the hardware store about uh, the ticks. Yeah, um, I really enjoyed that. Yeah. Yeah, that's totally made up. That guy, we just, <laughs> that guy's a great guy named Stuart. Um, and we're just like, what's, what's like really bothering you lately? And we just <laughs> the camera on and we'll just, just tell Pat what's bothering you. Right. It's like, <laughs> I don't remember. He, he wouldn't behave. We knew he hated cats. And we're, <laughs> we're like, tell Pat, you know, like talk about cats. He was like, why do I want, why do you want me to talk about cats? I don't want to talk about cats. <laughs> he just literally is like that. So, cool. you know, I, I do think a lot of it is, is getting people into a place where they can be themselves Mm -hmm. um, and know that they can mess up and literally no one's going to judge them. Chris and I were very, very relaxed 
on set. And mm-hmm. of course, with me acting, I screwed up constantly. So <laughs> it's like, well, there's no pressure if I'm messing <laughs> up. Relaxed, everybody. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. And it's, you know, we. It's, That's also one of the benefits of being small because, mm-hmm. you know, as you know, it's a very small camera. And yeah. If you got a small setup, I, I think it, it puts less pressure on people, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, and just, uh, so we were, we were trying to, instead of having 10 people standing around looking at you or, mm-hmm. you know, uh, which puts a lot of pressure on the actors, I think. So sure. that's kind of a, one of the benefits. Although I would, I would still take a sound guy. Yeah. <laughs> a designated sound person. Yeah. yeah. That, is, that is handy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Did you, um, where did you find your large kind of cast of actors for June falling down? And I understand there was a fair amount of locals. Were they all kind of local? Oh yeah, almost. I mean, not, let's see. A lot of them were friends Okay. or friends of friends. The two, um, the two lead guys, Harley who's played by Nick Hoover and, um, Marcus who's mm-hmm. played by Justin Pontra. Those are, um, uh, Nick lives in Door County year round. Justin, comes and goes he's chicago but he works in door county a lot and um yeah i mean they're just they're they're friends of ours nick is a musician who's played with chris in the past and Mm -hmm. justin and i worked together at a bakery (laughs) one summer and you know we kind of see him in bars in door county and kind of talk vaguely about wanting to make a movie and both of them really said very pointedly to me, hey, if you ever make a movie, I would definitely <laughs> want to be part of it. And, you know, oh. you kind of start thinking about people and thinking about the characters. Yeah. And it's an interesting, it's an interesting thing. Um, we also um, had a, at least well, a few people come through the theater community. Yeah. Because okay. Rebecca and I both are involved in the theater community or have been. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So, you know, some recommendations. And Steve Kaler, who plays the dad, uh, I've known for many, many years. And we worked together. Actually, we worked together in, in Madison. Uh, hmm. We did a show uh, at, was it the Barrymore? Anyway. I don't know. I don't know what that <laughs> Anyway. Somewhere but yeah, around, I've, known yeah. Him, I've known him for a long time. and and um, He's and a big then, Milwaukee rep actor. Yeah, he's, right? okay. well, Milwaukee. Yeah, Milwaukee, Milwaukee actor, yeah. and then Claire Morkin we found through a friend. She plays the mother, um, and then uh, yeah, so it's kind of a mix of kind of seasoned theater uh, actors and and people who've done a lot of stuff, and then non actors. But mm-hmm. yeah, but yeah, yeah, we were lucky. We we're very lucky to get everyone that we did. Yeah, yeah. I put out a couple like Facebook shout outs like. Who knows a, a seventeen year old or eighteen year old kid? Yeah. Yeah. My <laughs> so that's how you found your your brother. Yeah, that's how we found, we found him, yeah. and I think we actually uh, we auditioned him with Skype because we were we live in in LA. Yeah, and sure. So we skyped with him, and you know, read it a couple times, and he took direction really well. And he was just—it's funny—we were talking about like the Duplass brothers with him, and. Uh-huh. And he was like, oh, yeah, I, I love them. I have uh, a DVD of Jeff who lives, Jeff, is it Jeff who Jeff lives, lives at, at home? home? Jeff yeah, lives exactly. at, okay. yeah, so I have Jeff. We were like, oh, my God. This He's kid. our kid. He's, yeah. 
<laughs> we knew. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I would say a lot of it. I mean, outside of just the ability to be flexible with mm-hmm. with acting um, and with trying new things with with performing the scenes, a, a lot of it, I think. Actually, we never really talked about this, but I think it's a subconscious thing that you can feel out from people if they are sensitive and have great taste. Yeah. Um, as you know, as performers or just as as human beings or as artistic people, um, mm-hmm. you know, we have actors in the movie who are not professional actors. They're not pursuing it. They're well, maybe they're now. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> you know, we have musicians, um, and it's 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 more of a sensibility, and you can kind of pick it up and. And people, if if they kind of share your taste and your understanding of of, of moments between people, I, it's hard to explain. But I I think that you can just kind of sense it from from people if if they're a good fit for you, mm-hmm. not just role, but but to work with and to hang out with and to uh, go through some of these dramatic moments together. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, you end up spending a lot of time with those people, so yeah, you want to make sure you enjoy it, yeah. Yeah, it's a lot to ask people, like, hey, you want to, like, kind of recreate my grief for my dad? <laughs> like, it's like... <laughs> right. It's super weird. Yeah. But, like, you know, it's... We got a really great crew together, and they were all very, very wonderful, and, man, we've been having parties with them for a couple of years now. I, I was... <laughs> I think it, we're due for another one. It's a yeah, wonderful group. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, nice. Um, well, I I'm uh, really enjoyed kind of the spirit of what it sounds like your filmmaking style is, and the things that you kind of want to convey, and talking about relationships with people. What uh, what's kind of next for you guys? Um, I know you said you're working on a script, and and you're at some festivals this spring. Yeah, yeah, we've got festivals coming up. Um, the only one that we can announce right now is um, Durango Film Festival in Colorado, which is exciting. Um, and that's, oh my God, that's in less than a month. I just looked at it. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, so that's in less than a month uh, in the beginning of March. And then um, more festivals. And we'd love to, we, we're really thinking that we're going to self distribute um mm-hmm. and that's okay. a and that's a whole other th- topic but um sure hopefully we'll be doing that I, i'm not even going to set a date we'll be doing that at some point at some point yeah <laughs> whenever i just, say we're going to do something at some point it's always later it's so always, yeah. you know what i mean just filmmaking it takes so much longer than it does. you could yeah. imagine yeah. but um yeah i'm um i'm writing a script i've got another another script that I'd like to shoot in Wisconsin, but that—that's the second script <laughs> coming along. Oh, I see. Okay. So that's that's in a little, a little farther along. A little farther along, and we'd love to make some short films. Mm-hmm. Maybe mm-hmm. this year, if we could, um, yeah. that'd be awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Um, so a part of our show is always kind of like discussing uh, what we've been watching lately. And um, it's always interesting to hear what people are 
are seeing and watching. So can you name a few things you've been excited about recently? Yeah, we've been, we've been watching a lot lately. Um, <laughs> what did mm. I, I mean, here we go into like another like grief movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it, we just saw it the other night and it was really great. It's called, um, other people with, okay. um, Molly Shannon and, um, is his name Jesse, uh, Plemons? Plemons. Plemons. Yeah. yeah, that was such a good movie. And it's on it's on Netflix right now, I think. Nice. So yeah. It was, yeah, it was, oh my God, it was such a good movie. And, you know, of course, you know, for me, I, it's a movie about a, a son or a guy whose mom is, is dying from cancer, which mm. sounds like it's going to be horribly depressing and it is very sad, but it's also very funny. Um, yeah. It's, it's nice to see it done rather realistically um it's it's really oh my god it's, it was a great movie um but we've seen we saw we saw tony erdman that was really fun do you know that movie yeah i've heard great things about it. i haven't been able to catch it but yeah it was fun yeah so yeah, yeah. a lot of uh a lot of yeah. tops of people's lists last year yeah 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 i don't know what else we've been uh... watching I don't know. I, I we we love the filmmaker um, Jeff Nichols. Oh yeah, yeah, me too. Oh my god. Um, Have you seen Loving yet? Yeah, yeah we saw yeah. Loving. We went to a screening with. Yeah, and those he was guys. there. Yeah. Oh, oh my cool. god, we love him. I love him so much. With, or, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, 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 and mm. I loved. Um, I really loved Midnight Special, which is mm-hmm. over now. But oh my gosh, I just. I'm, I'm just like smitten with Jeff Nichols. <laughs> I yeah. just I love his sensibility. It's mm-hmm. so, it's so intelligent and it's so like it's so wise about people. And where's he from? He's southern. Yeah, I yeah. think he's more southern. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah, we think yeah, Arkansas, Arkansas or something boy. like that. Yeah, and it's. Well, we know. like that he takes his time. You know, for and, sure. Uh, yeah. And doesn't I'm sure the studio put some pressure on him, especially, <laughs> especially to cut about 20 minutes out of that. I think I heard him say that in an interview. Oh, but he had to trim it out. He, yeah, yeah, he had final cut, you know, and uh, so I, I think it's we admire filmmakers that that even if it is too long, and they'll admit that it's too long, they're like, <laughs> well, this is what we wanted. That's yeah. right. So, so yeah, I mean, we can relate to that because you know. Well. <laughs> we won't go into that. That's some trimming, yeah. Yeah, I know, right? But, like, I just, I, I appreciate seeing someone who, I think what I really like about him is he he knows his world mm-hmm. really well. And right. and I feel that, you know, he, he represents the South a lot in mm-hmm. his films and and showing Wisconsin for me is very important to show what I feel it's really like in my world in Wisconsin where people are, you know, doing like Reiki healing and having green juices (laughs) and like, you know, there's like a folk music scene. It's really just like beer and cheese curds and Packers, all of which are fantastic. Mm -hmm. But like, you know, there's other stuff going on. Yeah. Yeah, and there's there's human people there with real things happening, and and I love that mm. with Jeff Nichols just showing 
showing that slice of the world uh, with a lot of integrity. I that's really important to me with with especially with showing Wisconsin because it's feels like it's really misrepresented in in movies <laughs> as For being sure. kind of a naive place mm-hmm. and I, I hate that. I <laughs> they're yeah. good people in Wisconsin, good smart people. So. Yeah, Jeff Nichols definitely has a sense of place. I think uh, Take Shelter yeah. is one of my favorites, too. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, and Shotgun Stories, I think almost the most, really has that sense of um, sense of place and characters from that specific location. And, yeah, I can see how, how you guys might appreciate that just with um, how real those characters are in yeah, those films. Sure. Have you – it also reminded me of um, – are you familiar with David Gordon Green at all? He yeah. he has kind of a weird career. He went very kind of like mainstream comedy, um, almost like gross out comedies for a while, but his really early films like uh, George Washington and All the Real Girls um, also oh, have kind of a Jeff Nichols feel to me. But Wow. I saw that one. Did he do that one with um, Paul Rudd and um, – Oh, what's that guy's name from? Yeah, Emil Hirsch, is that? Emil Hirsch, yeah. Did yep, he that yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That, that was a fascinating movie. <laughs> yeah, I think that was kind of his return to uh, smaller films. And yeah, movies, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, yeah, nice. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I appreciate you guys doing our show, and I really enjoyed our conversation. So thanks for uh, thanks for being on the show. Yeah, thank thanks for having us. Yeah. Great. Yeah.